welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, I have none other than Jay Pizzle with me to talk about Sea of Thieves. We're covering some of the information that came in as far as uh, promotions, as far as the patch updates, and a revised experience about the Ashen Lords. All that and more on this week's episode of Keel Hauled Podcast. Joining me today, I have none other than a good buddy of mine who I got to sail with recently. And uh, it's a good thing I did because he has helped me really feel better about this update. And that is my good buddy, Jay Pizzle. Pizzle, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great, Logan. How are you, my friend? Much better. Much better. I've been I've been having a tough time with the update. And uh, I, I really, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to enjoy it. And I just wasn't. And a lot of it was because I was playing solo. So uh, I think it was a couple, I think it was like Thursday night uh, that that I put out a call and I gave gave people like six hours and I was like, all right, I want to sail tonight. I want to get in there with some people and I want to have some fun. And you answered it like almost immediately and was like, yeah, I'm down if I'm awake. And I'm like, cool. And we had a couple other great people. We had uh, Jim Flannery, I think from the, uh, I think it's Flannery. I'm going to hate myself if I missed Leahy. Um, Leahy. Leahy. Jim friggin' Leahy. Yeah. From, I apologize, from, Jim. Uh, the Trailer Park Boys TV show. Oh, is that what that's from? Yeah. I need to watch that. I feel like it. I feel bad. I've never gotten a chance to watch that. And then we had a uh, red crested uh, Briegel who if anyone hangs out on Twitter and is a fan of rare, you've probably seen him post about stuff because he's a he's a huge the red crested Briegel, as many of you rare fans know, is the type of bird that Tui is in Banjo or Kazooie uh, is the, the the type of bird that Banjo Kazooie is. I didn't know that. So you didn't know that? No. I didn't know that. He told me about that. I'm he was actually stuff. at the <laughs> that's the dream right just to keep learning yeah um every day something so new every day he he and i met uh when we were doing the roaming meg adventure back in february uh, we right. had a good time hanging out around right before yeah. lockdown <laughs> like the week right before, before everything <laughs> yeah just before the world went crazy uh, and we I, all had to stay indoors we had a fun thing that we used to do which was go visit other people yeah. You know, so. it was funny. The same time that you guys were doing that in California, uh, I was watching Balls, uh, Balzania. Um, he was in Vegas for um for the three eleven like thing. It was like similar timing, right? Like as, as the world is shutting mm-hmm. down, both of you are just out there in the world and I was like, Man, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Like he was literally there the last day of, of the world being normal somewhat normal yeah <sighs> i miss those times i weird, hope we right? get back to that at it's, some point. it's really weird yeah i was i was lamenting the other day about how i wanted to um just go to a mall and just buy some stuff from hot topic like all i wanted to do is just go to a mall and buy some shirts from hot topic and check out the pops i didn't care about anything else that's all i all I wanted to do, and I just kept thinking, like, I can't even really do that. It's so the pain. pandemic makes you want to be 15 again, Logan? Is that what you're telling me? 
that never changed. That is like a, that is, really? I've been, I've been that age since I turned that age okay. when I turned 18 and I could have my own like car and my own expendable cash and go buy whatever I wanted from hot topic. That's that's, that is stayed the same. The only thing that's changed is I, I no longer have, uh, the piercings that I did and I don't wear the chokers or the makeup and I don't have the hair, so I can't pull off the, the black hair dye anymore. Those are the changes that have, that have come about as of me getting quote unquote older. I am still mentally 15 at, at heart. All right. So uh, physically I I, you're, you're, uh, your age, but mentally you're still old and busted. You're still yes. 18. Okay. That's fine. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's a lot of things wrong with that. Don't ever say that. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's a, hey, uh, you know, I'm shoot. I'm still young, young at heart. I'm old. I'm very old. I, I appreciate your acceptance, but yeah, so that was, that was the last time that I really got a chance to go hang out with anyone was that, that roaming mega event, um, which is where I met red crested Regal. Uh, and we, we got a chance to go out and have some fun, but I, I kind of want to save our story till the end. Cause it's a good one. And I'm, I'm going to kind of rely on you to help me out with that. But, um, we, one of the things that we did have happen this week was we actually had a patch come through on Wednesday which was kind of odd. Like I, I remember some people were having some issues and I didn't know what was really going on. And I wanted to, to talk to you because when we did play, you were talking about how there was a bug in the game that was pretty much prohibiting you from being able to play. And uh, we found out with the, the fixed issues that came in with this patch that apparently people that have a Radeon or RX 500 series graphics card were dealing with like a really bad illumination with the, the Ashen cursed pets. So can you talk to that? Can you speak as uh, to yeah. what was going on with that? I mean, it wasn't just the pets. It was the Lords. It was the Ashen curse, anything Ashen uh, related. Mm -hmm. It was basically like looking into the sun. <laughs> um, it, it was the brightest thing you can imagine and just a big ball of light. And that's all you can see. And so, yeah, I, before this patch, like I didn't really have a very good experience with the, the, the content update either because the game was broken. I did two skeleton yeah. uh, or skeleton, but uh, Ashen Lord fights pre this hot fix patch. And, you know, mm -hmm. it was miserable trying to fight them. Yeah, I could keep track of him through the storm and everything that he generates just because he was blinding me everywhere and loading into an outpost. Oh, if you looked up into the pirate emporium, it was just a blinding light coming from the windows of the of the ashen pets. <laughs> so yeah, when we sailed, the first thing I was like, oh, I want to see if the bug is fixed. They said it's fixed. Please let's go see if it's fixed. I need to know. <laughs> oh man. And That's luckily, rough. thankfully, um, it is fixed. Thankfully. That's good. It's funny that they that they were able to fix that so quickly, but then there have been people that have had the ray tracing graphics card that have seen like the grid lines on the sea, and that was going on for months. Mm -hmm. And it felt like that was th that was just kind of the new norm. It's like, oh, okay, well, you're you're playing checkers now, okay? So and that's just kind of how you sail. You know, it's funny, but ever since I got my PC, I've also had a weird graphics thing where the depending on the angle and where the sun is like sometimes you get these black lines that appear 
Um, and it made really, yeah, it made me think like, as soon as I had my PC, I was like, wait, is it broken? Like, is my graphics card bad? Like, cause this oh, looks, man. this looks bad. And that's still in the game. So that whatever they fixed for the, the Ashen thing did not fix that. Um, and I think it's weird. I think it's graphics card related as well. Cause it only happens from what I've read. It only happens to AMD cards. That's so strange. And that's that's kind of a bummer because AMD is is trying to do really. I mean, they're trying to get back back in the market as far as cards go. I know uh, Nvidia tends to be kind of the the go to for most people with graphics cards, but as far as I know, AMD's kind of pulling their weight as far as uh, CPUs go. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and you kind of want to pair those up most of the time, from what I understand, of PC building. Yeah, I mean, that's how it, it was always, you know, I, before I got this PC, I built my last one, but it was, you know, it was a long time ago, like eight, nine, ten years ago that I built my last PC. And it was definitely like that then. If you had an Intel, you know, processor, you wanted an NVIDIA card. If you had an AMD, you wanted an AMD. Um, I think it's a little easier now to mix and match, but for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I still worry about that. Like that that's kind of the situation that I've been in. It's been so long since I've actually like kitted out my own PC that I I just I would have to go back and do a whole bunch of research to figure out how to do it all over again. Like the 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 base of it's there, but it's like somebody trying to tell you how to build a house with plaster when you've been building brick houses your whole life. It's like you understand how to build a house, but all the materials have changed and it's like all right well how does this all kind of piece, yeah. piece together what tools do i need kind of thing yeah. so kind of getting back to uh the notes here it looks like a lot of this stuff just kind of worked towards making sure that uh things were registering when you would turn in the ashen skull so if you turned it into the servant of flame it now actually counts towards the hunter of the ashen winds commendation uh the skull actually counts uh if you set fire to skeletons for the ashen bones and captain of ashen bones commendations and the skeleton ships now count so it, it kind of reminds me of when we got the fort of the damned and mm -hmm. for the first couple days i think it was like people were doing fort of the dams but it wasn't counting the completions yeah, it wasn't counting and at all that, yeah yeah and that and that left that still left kind of a bad taste in my mouth as far as actually doing the fort of the damned i'm still kind of bitter about that and i i still haven't wanted to really do that one because the the event itself is just like too too much of a spongy boss just soaking up damage all the time yeah and this one's kind of the same it is um so I'm, I'm glad that they fixed these uh it looks like there was a little bit of combat and hit registration uh bugs that they fixed when you're standing on an arena hand in um, yeah <laughs> you were telling me about this wasn't it, it? you you were invincible <laughs> you couldn't be hurt by anything so crazy on the uh on the turn in an arena so if if you were on the turn in you were completely invincible uh to any damage that's so crazy <laughs> i can't i don't even know how that how that gets through i don't either testing but you know i it's funny but i think I think the middle part of these notes, the combat and hit registration with arena, I think that's the main reason the patch came out when it did. I think the Ash and Wind stuff and the, the visual bug might have been able to wait for a regular patch. 
but the invincibility mm-hmm. on arena i don't think they it could have waited so i think they rolled it all into one but um i don't know it is a i would say a lot of those are pretty important updates like yeah. not being able to see what the heck is even going on yeah, with it's the, a very the, small the player in base the though a very small player base that that affected you know that's true that's fair but yeah i'm glad that they put these fixes in um me too the thing that surprises me i don't know like there's a bunch of known issues already with this that they're still kind of working on uh as we were looking at these notes you and i commented i'm surprised because i was looking at the download size for these and i haven't really paid attention to these since the game really kind of came out when they had to do that that full wipe and everyone had to reinstall the entire game because they were (laughs) changing the the delivery method yeah i remember that yeah that was a (laughs) that was fun they're like hey sorry we know you you don't need to you you probably don't want to have to do this but you're gonna have to reinstall the entire game don't worry it's (laughs) gonna be smaller when you reinstall it but but it was but in two months it's gonna be the same size (laughs) so yay it's true yeah and i still love i still love the joke that that joe neat put out where he said that the the reason that the that the size was smaller was because they took out all the content so true it was good stuff but i was i was noticing this and i was really surprised i was like looking at the uh the download sizes for this patch and in xbox one is 3.6 gigabytes xbox one x is 3.4 same with windows 10 and then i look at steam and steam is 1.1 gigabyte and i'm like what mm-hmm. what is going on with steam where steam gets off only having to download a gigabyte of uh patch to to be able to update this and I, i've been using the steam version because i want that i want that timer <laughs> on my gameplay but uh i was really surprised by this i don't know what's going on with the with the way that they're sending out these patches but um whatever they're doing can they do it more like steam right so, so you don't have to download so much i yeah i mean the the same thing i noticed it when uh when the actual content update came out um what last wednesday was it last wednesday yeah um whenever it came out yeah um i downloaded it and my buddy elk i was waiting on him <clears throat> and he plays on the windows 10 version still and he said uh i'm at two two and a half gigs out of the four and i was like four what do you mean mine was like a gig what do you what and then i went and looked at the patch notes and and sure enough even that one was the same thing it was it was a third the size of the other ones so i don't know what they're doing on Steam. really weird I, I guess it's just the yeah. packager or how it's i don't know how it's delivered to you or you download that and then you download the rest of it and yeah i don't know but whatever it's yeah it looks cool well <laughs> As long as, you know, if, if they could work it out and manage to get the, get that for the windows 10 version, that'd be great because I know a lot of people are still playing on the windows 10 version, even though there's a ton of people that picked it up on steam. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the, uh, the patch notes for this week. Um, I would say a lot of it is just hopefully stuff you don't have to deal with, um, unless you happen to have a certain type of graphics card yeah. or even playing arena. Yeah, and hopefully you didn't turn in too many skulls where it didn't count for the uh, Reaper's bones. Um, but moving on, I wanted to bring up something that is—it's kind of irrelevant at this point because it already happened. And I really kind of have to go back to the uh, to the idea of wanting to have a show that comes out on a Monday 
so that people have something to listen to when they head back to work because Mondays are the worst and having something that you like listening to is kind of a godsend. Uh, there's a few shows that I listen to that come out on Mondays and I, I really appreciate that they're there because it makes the start of my week so much better. But we had this weekend um, two days where the Sea of Thieves partners were offering uh, viewers of 30 minutes or more that two figureheads, basically. The Bird and the Bear figurehead, which is the first time that this has been released since july of 2018 mm-hmm. when i think it i think it was like uh 1996 or 97 dollars it was the year that the that banjo and kazooie was released yeah um was the cost of it and it was nice because it was like an in-game gold purchase it was a unique figurehead when they're you know when the figureheads that were out at the time all cost like 125,000 gold mm-hmm. so yeah, and, to it, have and something it took like, you two weeks to make that amount and not two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the good old yeah, days. Back, back, back in my day. <laughs> back, back, back in my day, we had to scrounge every coin we could. <laughs> we had to fight off half a server just to get a fort. And even then, you didn't always promise to get it because there'd be one schooner out there just sitting with the key and he'd just drop it into the ocean out into the shroud and it'd be like so long boys i'm hopping servers gonna find me another fork key to toss into the shroud and we would we would just yeah those were the days it's all true those are all true stories that (laughs) (laughs) this is what you dealt with 90 percent of the time for sure things to have yeah that does not happen anymore no so I, i think i actually broke my coin balance to get the bird and the, the the bear figurehead i think like i oh really i think like i had like three or four thousand gold at the time i had just bought a bunch of stuff and they released it and it was only a month and i was like oh no oh no it's only out for one month <laughs> and i i really do think i was down to i don't know like very little amount of gold because yeah we all were back yeah. then <laughs> we were all poor pirates back in the day. Yeah. A million gold was almost unheard of. It was it yeah. was the lofty goal of what the uh what the the alpha testers had had earned to to give them a, a spot on a list over yeah. at Last Gold Fort. Exactly. Like <laughs> exactly. You're not wrong. And, the, and like you had to use <clears throat> you had to do all the content every month to get the doubloons to be able to afford the stuff that was time limited for that month like yeah it was a grind mm-hmm. it was a grind to get that yeah. stuff back then yeah so and uh so that was offered so august 8th and august 9th they're they've been giving away some of the older content that was out in year one so the the eighth was the bird and the bear figurehead you had to watch a partner streamer for sea of thieves uh over on twitch to be able to earn it uh august 9th was the was the spinal figurehead which i i still I hate that that was uh, the way that they initially did it, that they're just giving it away now because back in the day when they had a store, um, you had to buy something from the store and get emailed a code. Mm-hmm. And that was how you got this. If you didn't go, because it was uh, 2018, it was the New York Comic Con event. Yep. And you you had to, it was, uh, it was August of 2019, I think. And you had to buy something if you weren't going to be in attendance everyone that went to the comic-con went to the panel and they all got a code and they all got the spinal head for for just the cost of admission to the comic-con which i mean if you're going to comic-con you're going there for a lot more than just the sea of thieves thing unless you're me 
And I remember I bought a t-shirt. Um, I think it was a Reaper shirt. The first one that I got, uh, that, that I got the spinal figurehead cause I had been waiting for this. It had been in the art book since release and I wanted this figurehead so badly and it's still one of my favorite ones to put on. So these are the two that came out. Uh, hopefully if you guys are paying attention to the social medias for Sea of Thieves, you knew about these, you got them if you didn't have them already. Um, otherwise at this point, I'm going to say right now, everything they put out as, uh, as, as like extra features and stuff like that stuff, that's not purchasable in the game, uh, for like either pirate emporium or with gold or doubloons. I'm going to say anything that's a code expect that to come back at some point like they're recycling the content the only thing i think that yeah. hasn't come back is the black dog sea to see see uh the black sea dog set yeah which was the pre-order bonus and they have i think um, that and the the ferryman that you got with a controller um, that's true and yeah. or the blunderbuss the midnight from blunderbuss the, uh, the, or the yep. six-pack some of the six-pack yeah. stuff some of it i think and like um, during Christmas, maybe I know they gave away like yeah, they some did. chips ahoy stuff recently. Yeah, the chips, yeah, the chips ahoy partnership that wasn't really a partnership, it was <laughs> some dealing with a company that happened to get codes that wasn't in association with Rare or Microsoft somehow. I don't even know how that worked. Um, the, the terms and service for that was still really weird, but yeah, they haven't done that or the, uh, I have reach. There's a few out there that, that have come through codes that they haven't put back out, but, uh, it seems like they're pretty willing to, to stick just about anything. I know, yeah. uh, was it last week they were doing the halo, mm -hmm. uh, cosmetics for the partnered streamers as well too. So. Yep. If, if you guys are looking for cosmetics and you don't want to have to buy stuff in the Emporium and you missed out on like E3 or Comic-Con or what have you, uh, keep an eye out on the partnered streamers content for like social media because that tends to come. And when it does, it's quick and they usually don't give you a whole lot of notice on that and you have to jump on it. So hopefully people got some information about this um, before they they missed out on it. I have a question about that, Logan, for you. Uh, What's up? The new Halo comes out soon, in a couple of months. Yeah. Do you think they make a new Halo ship, or do you think they put that stuff out again as Twitch drops when Halo comes out? I think they just put this stuff out again. Me too. Which I, I honestly, yeah. As much as I'd love to see like a new, a new set for the Halo set, you know, I I, I really don't think they're going to put the put the effort into making new stuff for that. You still have time rare it's not too late make a new boat <laughs> <laughs> make, new boat please new boat new, new halo boat please i'm tired of sinking <laughs> this one it's, it's getting old oh <laughs> um we did find out that there's uh expansion pass or not expansion pass i'm thinking of the podcast which if you guys don't listen to the xbox expansion pass you really should luke's luke's a good dude um the fancy nightshine bundle is available through xbox game pass ultimate perks so if you have xbox ultimate uh what was it may they had the ori in the blind forest livery set that yeah. came out uh this time they're giving away the uh nightshine parrot bundle um which is the the alt color 
theme that's available through uh, Duke's Black Market. Uh, you get the jacket, you get the hat, the cutlass, the figurehead, the sails, and uh, it looks like on the image that it comes with the figurehead. Maybe I, I, I can't, I can't be sure of that. Um, but the the way to do it is you just need to make sure that you go into Xbox Game Pass as a subscriber and access the perks through the Xbox cap, uh, console or through the app on PC or the mobile app uh, and just go into the perks and make sure that you apply that. It's a code and it's going to be available for three months as of uh, August 5th, 2020. So it was at August, September, October. So end of end of october i would say or or the beginning of november i think yeah be like november probably, 5th yeah probably the end of october okay i would i would bet on the end of october it does say sure i know it says this. it says on the thing uh like when it expires when you go into it on that app um into the oh, that, section and and i i do want to say um not to cut you off but the the xbox game pass like that you can get the ultimate fairly cheap and you only need to do do a do it for a month mm -hmm. to, to be able to get the perks for that but i will say there's a lot of cool stuff coming to game pass soon especially and, uh, definitely going to be worth it if you're a pc player like game pass on pc is a no-brainer it's like six bucks and there are so many games coming out for it in the next. I, I mean, they did a whole hour long showcase and every game they showed was going to be on game pass. Uh, plus yeah. plus 90% so of them were on PC, you know, when they come out. So yeah, yep. uh, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Really, really awesome to, to, to have that much content available. I I've already filled up uh the the xbox that i picked up i grabbed a four terabyte hard drive that i had lying around i hooked that up and i've already filled up a terabyte's worth of game pass content just so that i have it downloaded in case i get that that itch to play something that i haven't jumped into yet so i've got like all the batmans all the halos everything uh gears of war all of that's on there just so that i can have access to it because i know i'm going to have game pass and as long as it's downloaded I can just jump in at any point. Yep. So the the I put I put all my single player content on the uh the external and all my multiplayer stuff on the internal. Um because I don't see uh, I don't see myself getting an SSD for the uh for my one X with the Series X coming out. Yeah. No, not so, not unless but, you play I mean I you know uh your your friend what's his name? Uh I forget how to pronounce it. Breasted. It guy. was a red crested, <laughs> crested. Yeah, red crested Briegel. <laughs> Breasted. Yeah, crested. <laughs> um, <laughs> like he still plays Sea of Thieves on on Xbox. And uh, after we sailed, I actually helped him uh, pick out an SSD for his Xbox um, to help yeah. help resolve some of the issues with loading and textures and just you know things to to help make it be a better experience. So. But but yeah, yeah. If you're not playing Sea Thieves, uh, you don't. You probably don't need an SSD. It makes a difference. It really does. Um, as 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 much of a bummer as that sounds, it it's a bummer to know that it does. Um, it does take a lot to load in the game, and the the more the faster drive you have, the the better it it's going to be. Uh, so kind of a bummer, but it's just how that works sometimes.
but um moving on um i wanted to jump into the rare 35th anniversary uh, event that's going on right now and if i look at it we've got two weeks from the date of recording which is the ninth so if you're listening to this you've got less than two two weeks to uh, get the the 35th anniversary uh figurehead which is a, a griffin with uh a shield and the shield has a sword and on top of the sword there's a scroll with uh, three x's and a v in blue and it's meant to to signify the 35th anniversary and i gotta say i actually really dig this figurehead the figurehead is really beautiful in person it's amazing well, in game it's amazing it's it's really well yeah. done uh i, yeah, lo- I loved it. With it i loved it so that's available um there's not much that you have to do to actually get it and i actually defer to rarethief.com they've got an article listing how you have to do this amir did a really great job of breaking down uh what you need to do to be able to earn this in the next two weeks so the whole idea is to try and celebrate rares 35th anniversary and to do that they took some of the uh easter eggs for their different games in sea of thieves and went ahead and if you go and inspect them even if you've already inspected them for the legends of the sea update if you go in and inspect them you have until the 24th of august to do each of the five and the first one is the black witch on shipwreck bay just head over there interact with the actual black witch uh um nameplate the 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 thing that we've been wanting this whole time for our ships uh <laughs> the name of the ship it's coming in the captain i'm sure it'll, update. i'm sure it'll come captain c update. i'm sure it'll come it's on one its way. of these days it's on its way Logan. it's on its way i trust i trust <laughs> battle toads on snake island uh if you head over to snake island there's the main island and on the main island you have the tribute to tartan snake and you've got the big snake uh actual statue is that a statue monument i can't think of what the best way to do that but sculpture if you eh. sculpture i like that uh, yeah if you look at the giant snake sculpture um if you head north to where the cannons are just underneath the the there's a that kind of cave uh tunnel area where there's a couple of cannons mounted that you always get hit by by uh cannoneers from skeletons and stuff um on one of the rocks on the side facings of that north side of the island there's a circle that is the battle toads symbol and then three toads of different colors in it so you want to go and inspect that make sure you you, you check that out the other one which is uh the one of the best ones is the bird and the bear which was actually a shirt that was available in the sea of thieves store it might actually still be available in the the new store i i haven't checked now that i think about it but over on plunder valley uh there is a, a rock that has the bear with the uh, red crested breagle above it and a bunch of little stick figure people trying to attack banjo and kazooie which is i'm not sure what that's about kind of okay with it but make sure you head over there to plunder valley and do that and the last one uh for as far as island um interactions that you'll want to do is the viva pinata wall painting on thieves haven 
and that's that one's a little bit more hidden so that's one that if you head into the cave system that's on the middle island and i'm reading this verbatim from rare thief so thank you amir who was on the show back at the beginning of the year uh thank you to to them for writing this up so head into the cave system found on the middle level of the island from the north side it's on the so if you head to the north side you've got that cave system upstairs on the the middle section the caves uh westward you'll find you'll you'll come across the viva pinata rock painting and the rock painting is is unique it's got uh, a teal horse a brown thingy i have no clue what, the, what is that thing i have no clue what that is um i don't what I would don't, you call it i don't know either i don't <laughs> i played viva pinata too but i don't i don't remember it's yeah it's like a fox and a and a donkey and a and a a pinata. Is it a pinata? A thing. It's a pinata. We'll call it. It's a pinata. Okay. So the, <laughs> <laughs> there's a red fox. There, there's a teal donkey, and then there's a black pinata around a sun in the middle. Um, you'll you, you can't miss it. Can't it's, miss it's, it. It's, it's you can't miss it. And the last one to do this is uh in honor of perfect dark which there's actually an achievement if you're new to the game you probably haven't done this you have to sail into a storm and hit the center of the storm with all of your lanterns off to hit the achievement for perfect dark in a storm and that's in relation to the game that was out on the n64 and then later on xbox uh but yeah that achievement if you haven't done it then you'll know that you hit it I honestly don't know because I haven't gotten a chance to go do this yet. How you achieve this? Um, I don't know if there's a way that it tells you if it, if you've actually done it, but it does. Um, so when when that triggers for this event, you get gold and the balloons that pop up for every item that you inspect, and then when you do this, it says it right there. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Um, but since you haven't done it, let me, let me give you a tip. I'll give everybody else a tip too. Um, make sure all your lanterns are off. Make sure your lantern is off as well. Um, and then go into the middle of the storm and it has to be dark. It has to be at night and it has to be like around midnight. And if you do all these things in the perfect order, it will trigger. But if you don't do them, in, in that order or if you're in the daytime and just in a storm it's not going to trigger uh it took like mm. it, it's it's really really finicky um and most people that i've talked to that have done it and even myself it was around like the midnight hour is when like a little bit after midnight is when it ticked over and actually counted for me and my buddy richie richie arizona okay He's the one who showed me all the years. Yeah. I, I took him to the, uh, to the islands and I was like, I don't remember where these are, Richie. I don't remember. And he was like, oh, I was just doing tall tales here recently. I think I know where that is. And he went straight to him every time. So thank, thank, <laughs> thankfully I had Richie with me. Nice. Well, hopefully this helps out people who are kind of new to the game or just don't, don't know the islands in and out. Like, uh, like many of us, um, 
the I will say that Amir writes in the article, and uh, I'm going to have a link to this in the show notes. And he he did want to at least let people know that it may take up to 48 hours for it to appear in your inventory at the shipwright, so at the customization chest. So if you've done it and you've gotten the golden doubloons for it, just be aware that it might not register right away. It might take a little bit. So check back in a couple of days if it still hasn't uh, shown up in your inventory and you know that for sure you got all of them, then uh, make sure that you head over to the support uh, area for Sea of Thieves on their website and you you put in a ticket to make sure that they can actually um, help get that, make sure that you guys are getting credit for that as well too so i i love this i actually think that this was really cool um i kind of wish that they had done a full set though i kind of wish that they had done like an entire livery set and that they had broken up each part of the set as a different piece of the ship that would be so instead of just the figurehead yeah. yeah, like I, I think it would be great if they had a whole theme around the 35th anniversary and the, the liveries was tied to the Battletoads one and he had to go do that. And then the sails were attached to the Viva Pinata one. And then the figurehead was the perfect dark in a storm and, you know, kind of dole it out piece by piece and, and kind of give us a, a reason and then do something like, um, I don't know, uh, interact with one of the NPCs in the game to kind of celebrate Sea of Thieves, you know, like or, or you know, uh, uh, alliance up with someone or, you know, shoot a cannonball at someone to celebrate Sea of Thieves. And that could be your sixth connection to uh, the rare, rare studios. And you'd be able to have like a full set, you know, you'd have all six pieces of the uh, delivery set. So... I can't lie. Either way. I got super hmm. distracted just now because you said battle toads <laughs> and then like you were talking about cannons and stuff. And I was like, Oh, battle toad cannons battle. Yes. So now I just want battle toad cannons. So thank you, Logan, for doing that to me. Um, hey man, battle toads got a, uh, a, an actual release date. I'm looking it up right now because I know it's in August, but I can't remember. It's like the, tw- the date in August, twenty second or something like that. But twentieth, uh, there the it 20th, is. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, so yeah, August twentieth. Maybe they could do one. I, I wish it had online, online uh, multiplayer. I wish. Yeah, it it's it's twenty. Wait, it says multiplayer video game. Yeah, see. it's couch co-op. Is it couch co-op? It is. It, it is very much like yeah. what it was back in the I day. Listen, but, it's 2020. We live in a pandemic. You can't go to someone's couch. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, you can, but Day one you kind of have to stay six feet away. And wear a mask. Day one hot fix. Put in the, put in the multiplayer. <laughs> put, put, in the, put in the Corona patch. Let's go rare. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I yeah, that is kind of a bummer. Um, I I I think that we might actually have they you know because they have they have conquer they got perfect dark they have killer instinct uh, which is that's another one I don't know it's not really like a rare it's not a rare IP but they did make the game yeah um, I feel like they could probably make a battle toads oh I'm sure they will livery set I yeah, I would they be got shocked. It, right? I would be shocked to not see Twitch drops, uh, 
you know, around the 20th. Yeah. But, you know, 22nd of August uh, for the weekend of, you know, come watch your favorite partner streamer and, and, you know, earn the ship set. Mm -hmm. I, I would be, I'd be highly surprised if they don't do that. Yeah. I I feel like that's kind of kind it feels like a no brainer, but those are usually the times where I'm like, yep, that's when I'm wrong. Yeah. So I I, I hope they do. (laughs) I do too. Cause that'd be great. Like, yeah. Yeah. I I can, I can only imagine. It would be cool to see like them actually, them actually have that. It looks like this is actually a play anywhere. Uh, game as well to see if they did yeah man if they did online co-op yeah. <laughs> then you could you could do oh there it is yeah couch co-op oh that's a bummer you could totally have cross play with this and just throw it on game pass and boom you're done well i think it's already come to game pass yeah. so i'm not too worried and, about that in september you got x cloud that, that launches and you could literally be playing battle toads while you're on the bus uh, sit six feet apart from the next person and playing with your homie who's at home trying to not catch the Corona zones. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good, it's a good plan. I want to see it implemented now. A one patch. And Let's go. That's what I love about game pass. I, I'm, I don't know if I would have bought this game, but I will definitely no, play but it. On you'll game play pass. It. Yeah. You'll play it. Cause you have game pass and why not? And like, <laughs> I mean, Game Pass is is the most brilliant thing, and with with X Cloud really with X Cloud coming out, like yeah, thank you. Well, so that's something I'm not going to get to enjoy because I'm one of those I'm one of those iPhone people. So I I fortunately I won't get that. But you already that have that service. There's an app on on iOS that lets you play your Xbox on your iOS. It's not it's not Microsoft, but there is an app. True. True. I will, but then I would actually have to have it like it, it's not impossible. I would have just loved to have been able to have it built into the Game Pass yeah. app and had that ease of functionality. So, I'm looking forward to um, the news on uh, XCloud for PC because they've only talked about Android, but I know that they've tested um, the PC version of XCloud. And I would like to be able to play Series, yeah. series X games and my back library because i mean i I played on xbox for years and i have a tremendous like game library that i'm not enjoying anymore because i got a pc and eh, you want you know eh, it's it's not that good (laughs) it's not that good of an experience anymore for me yeah um so yeah. yeah no i i definitely i don't when you have a powerful pc i don't blame you man it's totally it's totally fair my pc's getting a little long in the tooth as far as pcs are concerned so it's it's i keep looking at it and i'll keep looking at my the series x and i'm like i feel like i just want to get a series x and use it as my game streaming console because it's as powerful as any pc i'm going to buy on the market yeah and i can still do most of the other stuff with my current one yeah i mean i i considered not getting a pc and just waiting uh but i didn't know how like what the streaming support was going to be from from the new Xbox because right now streaming from your Xbox on Twitch is is pretty terrible experience. Um, yeah. So I you know if they had Discord integration in the new one and stuff like that, but they never have talked about stuff. You know that kind of yeah those kind of topics. You're that, not wrong. That I was interested in, so I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna get a PC and you know. So I know this is kind of a, a random tangent because we're not really talking um, 
we're not really talking Sea of Thieves, but I did want to pull this over to oh. your screen so that you could see this. Mm -hmm. Did you see these images? Yeah. Of uh, this Xbox. The long so I don't, I, rumored I, Xbox Series yeah. S. Yes. It's, it's yeah, happening. So if you guys, um, if you haven't seen this online, there's a couple images going out. Apparently, there's someone who has a, a controller, a white controller for the Xbox news or for the new series of xboxes on the side um and you can tell it's a new one it has the, the new share button which just says share your content anywhere uh but on the side of the box it says that it's for the series x dash s xbox one windows 10 android and ios and it's it's i guess it's it's for sure a thing we there's this looks pretty legit i mean there's tape on the box and the box is bent and it would take a lot of effort to uh to photoshop most of this um just based on the lighting and stuff so i'm willing to bet that it's it's pretty legit the only it's a thing, robot white the only thing is this this front that that text on the front the robot white that seems mm. so off brand from the normal xbox like font it looks weird yeah. to me. That's the only thing when I looked at the pictures, because um, I saw it earlier, uh, and I was like, "Eh, that's weird looking." But I don't, yeah. I don't know if it's just a new marketing thing, and maybe this isn't even a, a final version of the box. I don't know, but uh, it does, it, yeah, it does definitely give credit to the long rumor of the Series S, which is yeah, um, a good thing. I think it's a smart strat. From Microsoft, I think Microsoft yeah. is doing everything right for the new console generation. Where I think PlayStation is doing everything wrong. Um, so that you know, it's a weird, it's a weird conversation. I think every company is doing exactly what they plan to do. Like uh, Series S and Series X are the new high standard for what people want to play games on. If they're if they're that that kind of you know bleeding edge technology type of console player they want the most powerful they have that if they want the lower they've got the s if they've got their old system they're still included like microsoft has built their ecosystem and they have different access points for their content whereas i think sony is doing everything that sony has always done which is like we're coming out with a new generation it's going to be yep. a new experience and everything we push is going to support people that want to get into the new generation. And if you want the new generation, we're going to commit to giving you the bells and whistles that make it feel like you're getting a new generation. And then switches over here, Nintendo's over here like you're going to buy our stuff because we're you Nintendo. want to play the best <laughs> yeah, you want to play the best first party content. You want Mario, you want Zelda, you want those games and you're going to get them you know once every few years yeah. and they're going to dominate the 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 home slash portable market like they always have and it's just kind of depends on who you are as a gamer you know if you're looking for um great first party games from companies that that make games like naughty dog and and uh and and um oh wow i just blanked on who made who made spider-man why am i blanking on that Cyanix? No. Uh, Who made Spider Man? Uh, oh, I don't know because I, I can't remember. I'm not a Sony. I haven't played on PlayStation in years. Um, I can't remember. 
that's going to bug me. Doesn't matter. You guys know. Anyone that's listening to this is who's, yeah. who's into Sony probably already knows. People I don't know why they're listening to a Sea of Thieves podcast, but it's it's a thing. They're angrily so, tweeting you right now what the name of the company better. is, and also to, I hope so to bring Sea of Thieves to PlayStation. <laughs> Come at me. Bring your hate. No, see, I feed on it. I this okay. I didn't want Sony to do that this this time. I know that that's what they've always done, but I thought that they could yeah. have, they could have done so much better. When I watched their game showcase, I watched the whole thing, and I'm like, man, I didn't see any games coming to PC. Like maybe one or two that might also be released on PC from from Sony, but everything on Xbox is PC, also PC. Oh, Insomniac. I almost yeah. I almost said Insomniac, but I I didn't. I didn't do that. Dude, you could, you could have, you could totally have done it. You could have been like, oh, dude, it's insomniac. And I would have just been like, uh huh, uh huh. But I'm not the type. <laughs> so I'm the kind of person that I don't usually say something unless I know it's like 100% correct because I don't like being. What are you doing on the internet? <laughs> Fighting. Sir, do you not know how the internet works? <laughs> no, I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. This is rumors and speculation are our bread and butter here. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just. So. I, so all the games that come out on consoles are all amazing, especially the first party exclusives. They're all great. But I yeah. want to play them in a higher frame rate with better graphics on PC. I mean, call call it what it is, but that's that's what I prefer. And to see Sony miss the boat on that is is sad. Like because I think they're missing a, a big market opportunity to, with not having their games come out the same time on on PS5 and you know PC. Oh, I I hundred percent agree with you the 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 surge of content or the surge of business that Microsoft has generated by putting their games on Steam is insane because every game has Microsoft Studios games like on the front so when people yeah. see it they're like association with you know Gears 5 with Sea of Thieves with Halo Master Chief Collection like if you aren't a, a mainline Xbox gamer but you're constantly seeing Microsoft's publishing at the top of Steam for for what's being sold all the time, dude. That is a huge win for Microsoft. Yep. And meanwhile, you you're angering 120 or 100 100 million plus uh, people who own PS4 every time they send you know Horizon Zero Dawn to to Steam. Yeah. And they feel justified when the version that comes out on Steam isn't at, on par with the PS4 Pro or has issues with it. And it's like, it's a port. They're going to fix it. It's fine. But yeah, the, the, every time they, they get upset about that, I just, I keep thinking, I was like, you know, I would love to have Sea of Thieves on my Switch. It's still one of my highest videos on YouTube and I'm never going to have it. And it kills me that that's just not going to be a thing because maybe I would love to, maybe it would, maybe. it would be, it would be a stretch. And, and that's coming from conversations that I've had, unfortunately, as much, as much as I would love it to, I've had conversations with people and it's just been one of those things that they're just like, yeah, no, it's probably not going to ever happen. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it kills me. 
but I would love to. I would love to play it on my Switch. It's already handheld. It's already got the Joy-Cons there. The buttons are mismatched, which I hate. I mean, and Nintendo needs to fix their stuff. XCloud might be your solution. Have you ever? You, oh, XCloud you, is. You never tried it though, huh? Because you have iOS. That's the problem. Is I never. I. I. I'm fighting against. <laughs> I'm fighting against Nintendo, who doesn't want to put it on their stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm fighting against Apple, who doesn't want it on their stuff. So I am doubly, doubly screwed over for this because the the two companies that are putting out con or, or hand, hardware that I that I'm buying are the ones that don't want to play nice with Microsoft. And more and more, I'm thinking about you know I'm spending you know fifteen dollars a month on Game Pass. I should really consider what hardware I'm using from now on if I want to get the best value because it's yeah. not like Netflix isn't going to be on everything. Netflix is going to be on everything. What do I care? Of you know, I can still talk to people. So yeah, that's it's a whole there's a whole wide tangent away from Sea of Thieves, but it it warrants discussion considering how how important it is to Sea of Thieves that XCloud is everywhere. Cause I, I still feel like the more people that play this game, the better the development is going to get as we continue to see this game go into the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth year of content releases. I agree. Um, and the xCloud is a and huge, a- huge part of that because I, as someone who tested it, um, you know, when it was still in alpha, like xCloud has been amazing and worked amazing since alpha, which is hard. Like you can't yeah. say that about many things, many technology things that happen nowadays, but xCloud has been solid since it, since it yeah. came out into testing. Um, so now that it's going to be, all I've heard. since it's going to be public now and like actually out to the public and everyone's going to be able to use it, like it's, it's going to be a huge thing going forward because it's, it's your Xbox in, in your pocket, you know, <laughs> what's better than that? I like, want it. <laughs> get a new phone, Logan. <laughs> I want it so much. Get you a tablet. I know. Get, get you I a, know. get you a tablet, you know, a $99 <laughs> tablet from your phone company. <laughs> It'd be good to go. I just needed to be able to have good Wi-Fi in a controller. That's all it needs. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of talking to the future of the game. Um, Aaron Lee uh put out or put out or Pickeroon, if you guys know Pickeroon from the community who's now working as the designer at Rare full time. Congrats again. Uh it's been it's been an interesting couple of tweets from him that came out recently one of them was back in may where he he tweeted uh just took members of the team through a design future design of sea thieves i've been writing these design docs for the past couple of weeks now so it's extremely rewarding to see the team equally as excited to build these thing these things for our players He's followed up with that with a new tweet um, that says, remember that Sea of Thieves quote unquote future design I mentioned some months back? Well, we've begun testing it on a, with our insiders. There's still work to be or still work remaining, but it's coming together great. Super proud of our team for all of their hard work as always. Now, as someone who does not test much on the insiders. I generally try to keep things relatively spoiler free. I do like to go test certain things just to try and make sure that, you know, I want to make I want the game to come out in as good of a uh, as good of a uh, state as it can so that we don't have to worry about hot fixes for cursed pets that are blinding people. But you're kind of in the same boat. You don't really like spoilers as far as the content goes, correct? I correct. So when I when I first started streaming, um, I was I was a pioneer back then, 
um, yeah. before Insider program existed. And, you know, I tested all the time back then. Um, I, I A lot of times I would play the test version more than I would play the retail. Um, but once I started streaming and I started noticing how the things that I would do on stream the day of the update wasn't, you know, it didn't feel natural. It was kind of, you know, kind of just like, oh, well, you know, I've been testing this for a month, like, or two, and I've seen it, I've done it. Like, yeah. it's, it's stale at that point. So, yeah, for me, I'm the, I'm in the same boat as you. I, you know, I try to not see content as much as possible, but certain mechanical things I do like to test, especially when it comes to combat. Um, because I feel like for me, I, I do more combat than anything in the game. And those are the things that are more important to me to make sure, you know, decent changes and, and the correct things. So there's a big combat change or something that I'll, I'll, I'll test heavy on that. But otherwise I try to, I try to avoid the spoilers as much as possible because I don't like knowing where what's coming next. I like experiencing it when it comes out. And hopefully it's not broken. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's not broken. I I love I love helping, but I'm I'm in the same boat. I I really love kind of having that that first experience with the content when it drops in. And there was a there was a good while where I just wasn't touching insiders at all because you know I was I was I think people were accusing me of like trying to leak stuff on the podcast oh, yeah. for, for content that like I was trying to infer stuff and I'm like, no, I just, I'm, I'm reading the tea leaves here. I'm just looking at where we're going. Yeah. I'm not trying to just read the, the release notes. So after a couple comments like that, I was like, oh, I don't need the, the patch notes. I kind of figure out what's going on in insiders. I don't need to read that stuff. I don't need to jump in too much. So I generally just jump in and hang out, you know, look for places to get stuck and on an island I'm already familiar with away from the content, uh, unless I jump in with someone and they, they want to go check it out or, you know, just happen to go do an hour with some friends and then we go check it out. So that being said, I'm, interested to see what's going on with Aaron uh as far as like his his future design works because he's he's one of the few guys that have jumped onto the design team that have brought some really cool stuff to the game um he's also the same person who placed all of the uh journals for all of the tall tales so if you've ever had a, a rough time trying to find those it's uh, because of him that was one of hey. his first jobs yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you ever went to go do a journal and you found that you had to get yourself up to the top of the beacon on crooked masts and you still couldn't find it and you jumped down because you thought everyone that was on your crew already got it and you had already read it and then come to find out you didn't. That's that's Aaron. That's that's his work. Did that happen to you, Logan? That. that sounds like that's a personal no. story. Are you sure? No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, it happened. So <laughs> that reminds me, uh, recently, um, on the, I said it didn't happen on the Facebook, uh, community <laughs> group that's, you know, big on Facebook. I'm, I'm a member on there and I saw somebody write, um, that they, you know, that it took him forever to cannon up there to that beacon and me being who I am. I was just like, I hope you got the journal while you were up there. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like what journal what are you talking about they had no idea about the umbra adventure and like all that 
And I was like, yeah. Oh, no. And they were like, well, I hope it's yeah. I hope it's easier to get up there the second time. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, if you ever have to go up to do one of those, use a galleon. It's more stable. The sloop sways so much in the waves. It makes it so much harder the second time. Ah, so sloops are the challenge. Yeah. Sloops are the challenge. Yeah. Thanks. That's no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm I, not I here say for the this. Challenge. I'm here for the journal. I say this as the as a man who took three hours to shoot himself onto the Marauder's Arch during the <laughs> Skeleton Thrones, while his buddy Richie <laughs> Arizona got it on the first shot. He sat on the throne for three hours. While me and another guy shot ourselves over and over and over. So we finally made it up there. Oh, so, man. Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> so if you had any, if you had any, um, any, any, like, cause I, I, when, when, when I think back to things that I know have been mentioned during interviews, there's a lot of stuff that comes to mind. Is there anything that pops into your head that you think knowing, knowing Picaroon and what he likes to do with the game, do you think, whatever whatever comes to the game is 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 going to be kind of a, a a rough go as it were trying to i mean if past is precedent i, I feel like whatever whatever comes to the game we might be in for a an interesting treat because he's a he's an interesting he's a smart dude so i'm kind of nervous but i'm also kind of excited because i think whatever he brings to the table is going to be unique to the game so i think you're asking me if i think what he's working on they'll release and then within two months have to nerf it because it's too difficult for the main you know the the main player base yes Yes. i do believe that is going to be a (laughs) hundred percent how things go because it's usually how things go Uh, about the time i'm done with everything that that is the difficult thing is when it gets nerfed and then made super super easy uh so yeah, yeah i think this will be another one of those i'm interested i like Pickeroon. he does he does a lot of good stuff he's he's been a great asset to the to the team there um so i'm yeah. i'm always interested to see what he's working on i mean i you know it's obviously i love the game i like to see anything that they're working on uh yeah you know i think i think a lot more quality of life things need to happen though um over over whatever content or new thing is you know coming a lot of the core things need to be fixed in the game but i that's totally i you know i'm an echo at this point of everyone else (laughs) but yeah yeah i i I agree i think everyone i i definitely think everyone that has played this game has seen that the areas of improvement that can come to it um the the, when it all comes down to it though is is i think you really if you if you can get some friends to play with you um you can really have a good time even with some of the bugs and some of the bugs are the things that i think make this game so unique um case in point the emotes that that used to be able to Uh, (laughs) pose some interesting photos i'm broken emotes don't remind me r.i.p i miss you (laughs) unfix them rare yeah bring them back um (laughs) you you want your twerking again i I want them all back no you know you you know the funny thing is like they release all these new emotes every month with new content and like that was my favorite part like honestly every week when i do insider 
I would go on Insider and any new emotes, like I would equip them and I would break them. And I would just see the funny <laughs> results. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be amazing on stream. Like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And now, like, I miss that joy of knowing, like, if I do this certain emote, it's going to do this and it's going to make everybody around me laugh. Like, that's, you know, that was a, it was such a fun time. And it was like Christmas all the time. I'm like, oh, new emotes. Yes, we get to see new funny things. Now, now it's gone from us. They've taken it. They've taken my joy. They've taken well, I mean, if if rare is any, I mean, we've we've been playing this game a long time. It, it's not uncommon for things that have been fixed in the past to crop back up in the future. So maybe there's a place where we we manage to get the uh, the broken emotes back, and you'll you'll once again have that joy. I in, hope so. The game. I, I would love to see that. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see <laughs> the uh, my favorite picture of you uh, is the old oh. the old uh, spyglass <laughs> glitch from back in the day. I would love for that to come back for for a week or two. Oh, uh, give me that was a good that was a good bug. Give me that one with the broken emotes, and I'll have some real fun. Like that's 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 <laughs> days and days worth of content right there. <laughs> I will never forget the embarrassment on Joe Neat's face the 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 day that 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 he realized that that bug was in the game on stream and friggin uh what was it Weejow I think was like on stream and he he was like walking up to Joe and they all just kind of surrounded him with the tele the spyglass bug and it was just he couldn't get away from it he had to like look up just to get away get away from showing that on stream oh it was, it was great his greatest horror his greatest nightmare came to came to reality <laughs> in front of hundreds and thousands of people watching uh, yeah that's yeah funny. I'm Bob. And I'm Brad. We're lifelong friends. And the hosts of the Film and Whiskey Podcast. This is the show where each week we review a classic movie and a glass of whiskey. That's right. Every week we go in-depth on a well-known movie while sampling the best from the world of scotch, bourbon, and more. Because nothing goes better with strong opinion than equally strong liquor. Bob's a movie nerd. Brad's an average Joe. But together, we give fresh insights and hot takes on the world of movies and spirits. So check out the Film and Whiskey Podcast. Part of the Robots Radio Network. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amarin. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, I did want to dive into the captain's log, which I, which is, is I wanted to bring you on because for one, you got me into being okay with the Ashen Lords. And a lot of it had to do with playing with other people. 
Um, so I wanted to, to kind of talk about our experience. So we went out sailing and it was you, me, Jim and red crested, uh, Briegel. And we got out to, uh, on a galleon after trying to piece together, like who was going to be able to make it, who was on the waiting list. And we managed to go out there. We had a really good time. And funny enough, I, I don't think that we even, we didn't even really do the, so we did do a national Lord. But we didn't do it from the beginning. Nope. So how did we even, because uh, you, you've you got a great memory. I have a terrible memory. How did we even really get started? I can't remember what set us off to go do something. Like where, where what were we even trying to do at the beginning of the, the actual voyage? Well, we started off, um, we, you know, obviously we supplied up while we waited on to see who is, who is going to be around and, and who was joining and stuff. Um, and then we wanted to, to do the Ashen Lords because I was like, you know, we talked about earlier, I was chomping at the bit to see if the, the bug was fixed because this was this was the day that the, the second patch came out or the new patch came out to fix that bug. Um, and so when we set out, the, uh, the fleet was up. The Skelly ship fleet event was up. That's right. And we're like, oh, well, I guess we could, I mean somebody's probably somebody went through it that's what it was somebody had gone through it and activated it so it was yeah. it was going to be up forever and i was like well i guess we could just go you know do this event uh and yeah yep. that's that's where that's where the fun began uh um yeah so we we finished that off and that was pretty quick i think we only had to take out three ships for that yeah and it was very quick grabbed all the treasure had a whole bunch of treasure off of that. And, uh, as Reaper, we, we were a Reaper emissary. Yeah. We were like, yeah, we'll do the event as yep. Reaper emissary. So, um, we grabbed everything and got to almost, I think almost grade five just from that. Um, yeah, we got pretty high. So where after that did we end up? Cause I know, I know at some point we ended up going hunting. Was that, that was on the first server. And we, man, that, see, that's, this is where I need your help because we (laughs) played for a few hours. We were on two different servers after getting merged, but the first server that we were on, we murdered four ships and I think they were all different ships, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Let's see. There was, um, there was a galleon and there was a brig and like. It, it was uh the ashen lord had spawned um and we we went over there to to get involved and see who was doing the event um because i yeah i think we had had to i think we had to fight somebody who came after us as a reaper uh wasn't there another yeah. reaper ship at first like as soon as we finished the the fleet uh i think so i remember I remember the first server, we we had cleared out most of the crews on there as we were just kind of going around trying to get events done because uh, we did uh, a Flameheart event. Yeah. And we'd, we'd cleared out the Flameheart event because I remember that's how I got my achievement for it. And we'd killed a few ships on there and then we got merged. And I remember when we got merged, we were heading to Reaper's Hideout to go cycle our flag because we'd hit five after uh, getting the different flags. and we wanted to uh, see who was still up and that was when we found out that there was a a reapers with a reapers chest 
heading down to Plunder Valley from the Roar, and they were actually going to try and get another Reaper's Chest, which was just sitting at the tavern on Plunder Outpost, yeah, which that's is right. really weird. That's right. And we saw that there was a, because uh, we were grade five, and we knew that there was an emissary up at Kraken's Fall. Yep. And just as we had turned in all of the treasure that we had on the galleon from the previous server, uh, we cycled our flag and then we sailed up to Kraken's Fall to go and get the 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 emissary that was up there because we wanted to rank back up again. And that was when the fun, I think, really started to happen because that was the point where we saw that it was a brig, that it was an Athena brig. And they were gunning it for great galleon's grave. Like they <laughs> yeah. saw the Reaper. Yeah. They knew we were coming and they just, they stopped whatever they were doing. They didn't even linger at Kraken's fall. They, they ran there. I don't even think they finished up their voyage, no, but they, they booked it to galleon's grave and were just hurryingly trying to unpack everything they could to, to turn it in. Uh, but they wanted the credit. So they didn't drop the flag and we got in there and we, oh man, it was, it was kind of a, kind of a mess. Definitely not the, not the smoothest engagement. Cause at one point we almost <laughs> lost our ship. We did. As we, <laughs> we had too many we people were, off and there. Yeah. 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 A little, yeah, little icy there for a few. Yeah, I think that was when the conversation about uh, playing Xbox without an SSD came up. Oh, uh, yeah. I because I think Redcrest did got the black screen of death. Yeah, because he had uh, he cannoned over to an island on the way to get some more supplies. Um, and then yeah. as we were pulling up, he was like, okay, I'm going to take my mermaid. <laughs> and then he didn't get back until it was all almost said and done. And we were almost sunk. It was almost and, over. And like, yeah. yeah, we were a couple of buckets away <laughs> from sinking. And, uh, and oh, but they, man. but they sunk, they were, they were done. Uh, cause yeah, I remember I was over on their boat killing them and then I sunk them and I was like, he still wasn't back. And you guys were just two on the boat. and. I could, yeah, it was, we were hurting. <laughs> you guys, we were hurting. Yeah. You guys were in a little bit of a situation and came back over there and, yeah. and got to bucketing and eh, saved it. And, and then we chased, and then we chased that guy around galleon's grave oh, for like God. 10 minutes trying to kill him. Cause we ran out of ammo. We didn't have any blunder or fire bombs and he was glitching around. <laughs> yeah. He was lagging so bad. He just was just teleporting this way and that way. And yeah, there was three of us chasing around in circles for, it felt like a, it felt like an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we finally, we finally killed him. Oh God. That was, that was hilarious. I really, I really wish that we we had the shanty, the Benny Hill song oh, as I a know. shanty, because that's what it felt like. It was just. I know. I should have right been recording. The- I should have been recording, <laughs> and I would have. I could have done that. I could have made the two, <laughs> the video and the the audio <laughs> become a thing. And yeah. Oh God, that it was, was good. Funny. Yeah, it was really good. And I think that was that was the guy. I think that ended up coming back. So after we after we sank them. Uh, the, we, so when we were at Reaper's, uh, Reaper's output or we were at the Reaper's bones, uh, turning stuff in, that was when a, uh, vortex, uh, the Ashen Lord, uh, popped yeah. and we were like, okay, do we go do that? Or we do, do we go after the emissary? And I was like, 
no, nah, there's no way anyone's going to be able to finish an Ashen Lord by the time we head over to Kraken's Fall, sink a ship, and then get done. Count 20 minutes later after we're having this weird, weird fight on Galleon's grave, we finally sail back down after turning in the, or grabbing, did we turn it in? I can't remember if we turned it in or we just grabbed it from the, the Ashen Brig. I think we just turned it in. I don't think that we ended up grabbing most of it because we were saving it for the Reapers. Yeah. And yeah. So, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. We were trying to, we were trying to save it for the Reaper stuff. So we just grabbed it and then we booked it down to Cannon Cove where the Reapers, uh, or where the Ashen, uh, winds was. And along the way there was the, we found out the brig, which was the other Reaper's bones on the, uh, on the, the server was heading over to Reaper's to, turn in their chests and they were starting to head towards us and they started to chase after us and we ended up passing a sloop that was just parked at an island for some reason new people they were just a new new crew cut one dude i think right yeah that we ended up sinking later on yeah so we're sailing over to cannon cove and that's when we find out that there is uh someone on the island they had activated the ashen lord and they had dragged him up to the like southwest corner of the upper part of yeah. cannon cove and they had their they had their sloop just out of range of his uh of his lobbing fireball and they were cannoning the top of the the cliffside to put damage onto him it was like someone had worked out the 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 trick to how to kill yeah. him on cannon cove it the way amazing. most people do yeah i was like impressed i was i couldn't believe it like the water was getting hot and he was throwing lava like they pushed him to third to the third phase just by doing that and i couldn't believe it so we sail over there and as soon as we round that island they just drop sail and leave they didn't even want to stick around they were just like nope yeah they were we're like not gonna deal with that we've overstayed our welcome here (laughs) we're done working on this go ahead take it we'll be on our way (laughs) yeah so, so they, they booked it, they headed over to sanctuary, uh, around that area. And that was about the time that we we're like, all right, well, the Reaper bone galleons coming at us. So we might as well just take care of them. And that was when you and I, um, kind of booked it. Like we, we had a small tussle with the galleon and we were kind of circling around cannon cove while mind you, the, the Ashen Lord is on the Island trying to chuck fireballs at us, which yeah. was hilarious. And uh, you and I managed to get enough shots in, and then you headed over. We activated the Pizzle, which is, if anyone that hasn't seen your stream knows that if you activate the Pizzle, the Pizzle is going to go murder. Yeah. And that's just what you do. Yeah, usually I'll, I'll go I'll go put in the work that I need to to make sure that, you know, <laughs> they, don't, they don't survive. Yeah. There, there's one reason why I like to bring Piz along, and it's because of his company. But the the benefit of that is that I get to activate the Pizzle once in a while, and yeah. that's when he just goes over and murders the entire crew, and I reap and the benefits of it. Point and say, okay, that that boat, and I'm like, okay, see you later. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> one dead, two dead, three dead, all dead, anchored, sitting here. Shots. I need shots. <laughs> The thing I love is that your skill has been built up based off of playing on Xbox with a controller. And many people who have that amount of skill generally start on PC and have the benefit of mouse and keyboard. And I still, I still to this day love that all of your skill has been built up over playing on an Xbox. Yeah. I mean, I started in alpha on Xbox and 
I'll be real honest with you from alpha until uh, probably eh, like July, August of 18. I was, I was garbage. Mm. I was the worst. I lost every fight. I got killed all the time. I hated the game. I raged. Um, and then, and then I just, I met some people who were on PC and, you know, I, I learned a few things and I made some, some settings adjustments to my, to my controller to make it easier to jump and turn and turned up my sensitivity all the way. And, uh, yeah. And then, then I started fighting some of the best PC players in the game. And, you know, once, once I could keep toe to toe with them, I, you know, felt like I was probably okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, that's one of the things I've always loved. And I mean, I still play on controller on PC for the most part. Um, I haven't fully made the switch to, to keyboard and mouse. I'm still working on it. Um, cause I'm not as good, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, like you said, <laughs> you guys don't call me in usually unless like I have to go kill someone. So usually I need the right tools for that. And that's, that's usually my controller, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm by no means am I, uh, an amazing player of, of video games, but if, if I can be good on a controller, pretty much anyone can. Uh, and so you've, you've taught me a lot just in, just in our conversations and the settings that you've kind of talked to me about, you know, setting my jump to the right, uh, R3 stick, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. turning up sensitivity, changing some of the button layouts. Like you've helped me out immensely just in my experience with using a controller when I am playing on Xbox. Um, so I know it. sometimes you may not feel like you're being effective. Sometimes it's just settings. Sometimes you just got to get used to a different way of kind of thinking about how you play, how you can adjust what you're doing to, to kind of give you some of the edge that having a mouse and keyboard would normally give you. Exactly. Um, something that I don't. And I, I kind of wish that, uh, you know, some settings were changed initially for players so that they aren't given the default layout that they are right now. So it kind of gives them a, a leg up um on how to play with a little more efficiency you know give uh, give, when, uh, give them a control scheme you know you can tr- you know yeah most games you can ch- change the control scheme and like call of duty has all these different ones and you know bumping bumper jumper and this and that and the, so see thieves give us a you know give us a pvp focus controller option and, and put these put these things in you know make it so you can turn and jump at the same time and you know, like that's, really that's the idea. thing, like, uh, the, the thing that I've found because I've helped a tremendous amount. Most of my friends have played on Xbox. Most of my friends still play on Xbox. Um, but what I found is if you show people these things, these certain, um, tips and tricks is, you know, changing your, your jump button, uh, turning up your sensitivity, raising your field of view on Xbox. Um, you know, these certain things, like it, they just change the game immensely and anyone that I've shown them to that have, has gotten used to them are 10 times better than they ever thought they could be. Uh, so it's, po- you know, I mean, it's possible for anybody. Um, you just have to, you have to put in the work. That's, that's what I would say. There's no quick fix. You know what I mean? You can't just change a button and suddenly you're, you're able to do everything that you want to do. It doesn't work like that. You still have to put in the effort, but you know, knowing the mechanics True. and and why <clears throat> why you do certain things, why you would make those changes, knowing why it, it works and how it works makes it a lot easier. Um, so, yeah, definitely. 
and we had a we had a pretty good time. So I remember I remember kind of getting back to the story. Uh, we at at that point we had killed the people that were and and every time you go over, I feel really bad. Like you need help. So I always I want to shout out Jim and and uh, Red for for manning the the galleon while you and I went and murdered people because that was kind of the moment where I was like I I want to make sure you have backup on that. Um, and we managed to sink the galleon and that was about the time that the sloop came back and you and I were kind of trying to get some of the treasure on the rowboat that they dropped and, you know, just stay alive. Cause at that point the Ashen Lords like trying to, trying to sink us with the, the fireballs and red and Jim take out the, uh, the sloop that was, that had been working on yep. the Ashen Lord <laughs> that whole time and uh they're like all right it's down and i think yeah did you get back to the ship first or did i get back to the ship i'm trying to remember um i think you i can't did. remember did you because i was rowing I okay think. uh yeah i think i tried to to try and make sure that our ship wasn't going to sink because it was just those two yeah, against the sloop and the sloop was doing circles yeah um so they sank the the sloop, which was hilarious, because uh, you and I are sitting there waiting water, like waiting for respawns to come back, so no one messes with the uh, the Ashen Lord. And they're like, "All right, sloop's done." And I'm like, "Wait, really? That's it? That's, uh, yeah, that's all?" That's... I'm sitting there going, "Wait, there was okay. a sloop." <laughs> Wait, cool. I missed well, this. Good to know. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> and that was about the time that, uh, and I can't remember if this was the first or the second time. I want to say this was the the first time that the Athena Brig decided yeah. to to come back. This was the first. <laughs> there was an choice. <laughs> yeah, the first wrong choice they made uh, was they decided to come back to try and get the treasure that we had that, that we stole from them. So the Athena Brig, and I loved that I managed to get this because when it happens, it's the sweetest feeling in the world. But we had uh, a, a clear broadside on them. You and I want to say Jim had shot out to try and board them. And they'd, they'd been coming towards us for a long time. So we kind of knew like their angle and what they were going to do. So they were heading dead, dead for our ship, you know, straight on. And I managed to just i looked i aimed with the cannon lined it up aimed a certain height up which i kind of feel like i have the the gist of how the can the chain shots angle is now in one chain shot i threw out nailed their main mast and their main mast went down and i was like yes and then you guys got on board and murdered them dropped the anchor and we just started laying into them with cannons sunk them pretty quickly and um i'm trying to remember i think that was that the first time they came back with the kegs or did they did they have kegs on the second time um no i think it was the second time they brought the the kegs for fun uh okay i can't, I can't remember i can't remember either it's you but know at I, one at this point we're like there was this was like our eighth or ninth ship that we had sunk in <laughs> like two hours yeah so it's it's all a yeah. blur yeah there was a lot of murder that went down that that night like the brig so the the sloop that was on the island just kind of a new one kind of came by cannon cove for oh for some reason the the sloop was like ah oh, everyone's fighting they're just gonna leave me alone i'm just gonna go do something over here on cannon cove i'll be right back <laughs> 
we were like, no, no, you don't understand. You, we're doing the, the Ashen Lord. You can't be here right now. Yeah. But thank you for the supplies. Yep. So we pulled up on the on the sloop who parked pretty far off from the uh, the east side of Cannon Cove and you you kind of held down the the sloop while we while we took their supplies and trying to tried to to relieve them of their cannonballs because we'd just gone through so many. Yeah. And um I think at that point you and who all went? I think we all kind of went down to the island to take out uh the Ashen Lord. Because that was a that was a rough that was a rough fight just for doing the third phase. Yeah, because um, I mean, in between fighting these ships, like I was still shooting over to the island and trying to put damage on the on the Ashen Lord. I was so happy I could oh, see. Yeah, <laughs> I was so happy that I could <laughs> see him. Now I was like, "Yeah, let me go fight. Let me go fight." <laughs> yeah, such a good time, and we managed to get uh, we managed to get the Ashen Lord down, and we got back to the to the ship, and that was when the brig I think made its last venture, its last ditch effort. It grabbed some kegs, and once again we're parked at at Cannon Cove, and it's sailing dead on towards us. And I think they tried to kind of they they tried to get a, 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 a an actual broadside on us, so they tried to sail at an angle towards us, and we just kind of went back over there and murdered them again and sank that crew. And I think that Athena crew finally decided to give up on trying to get their treasure back. Well, trying to get our treasure from, for them yeah. uh, at that point. But, and I, mean, I think we kind of ended the night. Yeah. Oh, what's up? Oh, I was just going to say, I give them credit. Like I love when people come back to fight. Um, you know, I mean, after, you know, five, yeah. five, six times it gets, you know, annoying, but you know, one or two, three, four <laughs> times, like, yeah, I mean, eventually like I might be out of supplies. You might, you might get, me, yeah. you know, so yeah. Um, fighting. It, it does become a game of attrition sometimes. It, it definitely does. Especially like if you're at an event like that, that's heavy PVP and you're fighting multiple ships over and over and over, you go through so many supplies, so many. Yeah. So it's never a bad strat to fight, to fight back for your stuff that people stole from you. You know, you're not wrong. Uh, sometimes it's good to, to, if anything, just to get experience too, um, in a fight, see if you can mix something up, you know, change, change something about your approach and try and actually see if you can maybe take them out differently or, or, or go about something a little bit slightly off compared, compared to what you did last time, just test things out. And, uh, I think that was when we kind of we we'd pretty much done what we set out to do, which was get an Ashen Lord after three hours of sailing around, murdering everyone, and trying to force a trying to force the event by completing forts and krakens and flame heart and everything fleets. We did pretty much everything that the game has outside of Tall Tales, and just to try just no, to try to get to this event. And no voyages, not a, not a voyage, no voyaging done. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. you but know, we, my hold on. I'm so sorry, but my favorite part was how the whole night began with uh, Briegel, um wanting to alliance. Remember, there was the two ships that were in an alliance. Oh yeah. And we went, we went next to him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, look, they're already in an alliance. We could benefit from this." And I'm sitting there going, "This guy doesn't know, but like, this is not what I do." Like alliances are not my thing. I'm very against being in one because every time I get in one, it backfires on me. 
And I mean, within uh, 30, 45 seconds of us joining their alliance, they started shooting at us. And I was like, well, we're, we're, oh, in, yeah. we're, we're leaving this alliance and we're killing everyone. And that's exactly what we Oh did. my God. I forgot. Yeah. The first server that we got to, there was the, there was the, the galleon and the sloop at, at daggers tooth outpost and they were aligned up and we're like, all right, well, they might be closing out for the night. They might just be starting, but yeah, we can go over there. And as soon as we join a line, as soon as we join Alliance, they fire on us and it's like, well, it was a cute thought. Yeah. We'll, we'll try again some other time. I know <laughs> we had to sink them. Yep. Oh man. And then I uh, forgot about that. Briegel after that, the whole rest of the night, he was like, man, he was like, I think this is the most ships I've ever sunk in, in this short a period of time. And I'm just like, man, yeah. this is a regular Thursday for me. <laughs> We're a little bit behind <laughs> schedule from being on it. <laughs> 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 I, think I was joking. We had we might have to sink our own ship just to stay above quota. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, yeah. When when anyone I'm like, because I don't sail with many new people that often, especially on galleons. Like I really don't like galleons. I don't like rigs. Uh, you know, I'm more mm-hmm. of a sloop person. So when I do join a boat, and the first thing that they want to do is do an alliance, so I'm immediately going, "Well, this is gonna be a long night." Oh God. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm so happy those those boats decided to fire on us because then it was like activate the pistol, let's go take down this flag, <laughs> put up this flag, and attack. <laughs> oh yeah, we we had a pretty good time with that. That was a lot of fun. That was that was definitely the uh, the quintessential night of quote unquote sea of thieves. Um, so we we did have uh, I had a, a voyage that was after that and uh i don't want to keep you too much later because i know the episode's already going pretty long but i did want to let people know um i got to join up with the kill hall crew for saturday uh we were trying i was trying to stream um i don't even remember if i did actually stream or if i didn't but i remember uh we wanted to try and take out crook masts like we got ashen we got flamethrowers now we got mega kegs we got <laughs> regular kegs we got cannons I feel like we could probably take out crooked masts now. I feel like that that our our firepower is getting up there now. We might actually have an opportunity. So we grabbed uh, two galleons on the same server, and we just did a lap. One one crew went out one way, one one crew went out the other way, and we hit up every single fort and grabbed all of the powder kegs. And we met up at um we were heading to mermaid's hideaway and that was where the ashen lord was and it was like the ashen lord was there and as soon as we got within like range it disappeared and it was like oh Oh, really that's disappointing really (laughs) so we forced the event by going to do a, a fort and that was a lot of fun we had a good time with that and that was when another ashen lord popped up but he popped up over at Crook or Kraken's Fall. And it was like, all right, we got to book it over there. We got tons of kegs and a mega keg. And we don't want to sit around with all of these kegs. Like we we had 80 some kegs uh, by the time we got done pillaging every single fort. And some of them even twice. Uh, and we hit it over to Kraken's Fall. And we were offloading them uh, while we had a big bad pad was kind of keeping warden chi on one side of the island until he died and it was like the goal was we wanted to try and see 
how many kegs it would take to kill out a national lord because we got distracted by shiny things instead of taking down crooked masts which <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to that island i'll get back there one day we'll take it out it'll be fine so we uh we managed to offload most of the the first batch of kegs when we had an accident and we lost about 10 or 12 and our ship and as our ship is sinking the crow's nest is just full of all of the other kegs and as soon as the ship goes down all of the kegs thanks to the physics scatter mm -hmm. and it becomes a minefield of kegs yep. and it's just like and the other ship is like right next to us too like we weren't too far away oh, and i don't God. know how it didn't just set off a chain reaction but they they brought the other ship back and they were using a rowboat to pick up all the other kegs and meanwhile I'm on the west side of the island with Chi underneath a Kraken skeleton, just like trying to dodge shots as, as this guy is just constantly, he's just like, it's the end of you. No more sailing for you. I'm going to get you. And I'm like, oh my God, is everything going okay over there? Like, can I come back? Is it ready? How many kegs do we got? And we managed to get 64 kegs plus a mega keg uh, in one pile at the at the point where a storm actually passed over Kraken's Fall. So we're like hurtling kegs underneath one of the archways just to make sure it doesn't get lit oh by, by the lightning while trying to offload two ships worth of kegs. And uh, we get the pile. They say everything's cool. And we put a couple shots into, into Chi to make sure that both crews got credit. Uh, so if you're out there and you're trying trying this, just make sure you put some damage into the into the Ashen Lord before you you attempt to blow him up with the kegs. But 64 kegs and one mega keg are all stacked underneath this archway, and she uh, eventually makes their way out to the beach and starts lobbing fireballs at the at the galleon. And I'm like, you guys gotta back away. He's not gonna aggro me if you guys are that close. He's just gonna keep pummeling the ship. So they're trying to move the ship away, and I'm trying to shoot chi to try and get their attention so that that chi will actually come back to me and as i'm waiting he lobs a shot and he hits the archway and i'm like oh god is that going to set him off and he turns around and i'm like oh sweet he's going to work walk back to me everyone get ready it's going to be it's going to happen it's going to happen and i'm jumping around trying to get his attention and i don't realize it until it's too late he lunges at me and it triggers all of the kegs at once, blows me across half the island, almost kills me, and insta kills himself. And it was it was the most amazing thing. I got it all. I, I got it recorded and I put it out there, and um, it was it was hilarious. But yeah, so sixty four kegs for sure will will one shot an ashen lord. So you could you could do a couple things. You can either spend two hours fighting him on an island and wait for people to PvP, or you could sail around, force the event, pick up a bunch of kegs, and then go and try and knock them through uh, to the to through the phases with kegs and just kind of set it up. So uh, I leave it to you guys to decide how you want to play play this. But I had a lot more fun doing other events and just slowly accumulating kegs and then just going and one-shotting uh, the, the Ashen Lord and taking the skull and turning it in. There is a third option. What's that? You just let someone else do the work and steal it from them. It's just... That's, that is a good option. That is true. Yeah, probably the easiest, just honestly. <laughs> it's much easier to... <laughs> one keg to sink a ship or 64 kegs to kill an ashen lord exactly just make sure you shoot at one time while they're you know both dead or all four of them are dead because of the 
meteor, shoot it one time, go back to hiding. When it's over, kill them all, take it, run. You know, you're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a question about that really quick, if you don't mind. Uh, something mm-hmm. that I saw on Twitter, you know, um, you were talking to Kaida about it and Fuzzy was on there. Um, and Fuzzy said something about it scaling depending on the boat uh, and the crew. Yeah. I don't think that uh, that's not how it works, is it? Because that's not how world events work. Like forts aren't like so, that. Uh, um, Flameheart's not like that. Um, the yeah. skeleton fleets aren't like that. So this would be the first world event that worked like that. So I don't know if that's how it works or not. And I didn't know if you did know. Um, so Krakens are considered a world event and those do scale yeah. based on ships. So as far as I know, and this is, this is a, uh, one of the things I wish I had a little more clarity on. Um, I was talking to captain Balzania on stream one night and he was playing with, uh, Chris Marlowe, who I still need to edit that interview and get that approved so I can actually get it out there. Um, I, he was mentioning that it should scale per ship. The thing I don't know is if it scales based on all the ships in the area or just the ship that initiates it. Because we we set it up so that it should have been based off of the health of one galleon. Because our second galleon sailed in later on. Okay. Um, so oh. I I as far as far as I know, it scales based on ship size. So it shouldn't be as many kegs if it's a smaller ship. So my one question about that is like you said the kraken is a world event and it does scale based on the boat size so does a meg um but there's something very different about and also so do skeleton ships in a way because you know you're less likely to get a galleon uh, skeleton ship to spawn on a sloop than you are if you are a galleon um you're much more likely to have a sloop so those those all definitely scale depending on the boat size but those are all things that spawn in the world you know, spawn yeah. on you, spawn on a specific vessel, spawn on a specific crew. Um, so I understand why those scale, but this being a world event like Fort of the Damned, uh, like mm-hmm. you know, like Flameheart, like a regular fort, like a regular skeleton fleet, works the same way. I I don't think it would scale. Who do, who would we ask? I who, who would know that? I well, so Chris Chris would know. And that's where I kind of would love to get uh, better clarification because the stream, when he was talking about it, a lot of people were talking. So I didn't get to hear clearly if he said that it did or it didn't. Um, but as far as I, I've understood that it should scale. But I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. I don't think it should. I think it should have a set amount of health, even if the health is, is high. Mm. But I do think that um scaling would help with the solo aspect of it because a sloop uh skeleton lord is a heck of a lot easier to take down than a uh than than one of these ashen <clears throat> lords on a sloop mm-hmm. but again that's another thing that you you spawn as that crew true it's a voyage that you do as that crew type um so i don't know i'll i'll dm him i, I would be curious to see yeah. what he says uh yeah i i'm inclined to believe you because of of the logic it makes a lot of sense uh but based on the experiences that i've had it it feels well now i'm 
You know, it, I, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say you're right. It has the same, it has the same three stages, no matter what crew is there first, yeah. it, it does the same three stages. And from my experience of being there in a stage one in a stage two and in a stage three, uh, that I've, I've got there for each one of those and the time from, you know, when you got there to the time it died was around the same and it didn't, and I was never the crew that got there first. Um, yeah. So I'm going to vote. I'm going to say you're right. I'm going to, I'm going to stand by you and say that as far as, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's got the same amount of health, regardless of crew size and that the health is just a lot harder for sloops because that was my experience. Yeah. And it was a heck of a lot easier when, uh, when it was with the kegs. So I, I'm inclined to believe you, yeah. uh, in this instance Wait, I would until like- we have further confirmation yeah i'd like clarification on it and i mean it's something that could probably be tested as well <clears throat> if uh if we you know we don't get a, a concrete answer i'm sure kaida or somebody could or you or yeah so, some sea science people could definitely try to figure it out but just just from the way the game has always worked and logically i think it's it's the same health based on on everyone if that's the case I I'm kind of bummed out because it does make it harder for sloops uh, who want to try and do this. Even with two people, it's still a lot harder. I mean, you looked at the ta- you saw the same tactic I saw with that sloop crew at Cannon Cove. They they were pulling him to the uh, mm-hmm. to the edge of the island and using the ship, which is is kind of the fort of the damned uh, method. But even the fort of the damned takes a lot of cannon shots. I think it's like eighty cannons to yeah. to get Graymaro down. It's a lot for sure. So. But yeah, it, it's sloop is hmm. sloop is hard mode. You know what True. I mean? Uh, but should it be though? I mean, hard mode is one thing, but not everyone is going to always have friends to jump on a galleon, and some people just don't like the galleon or the brig. They just like the sloop. This is very true, but the people who are like that are typically able to handle the sloop. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know. I feel like it's it, a, it's a, it, it's, it's, it's tough. It, it is tough because it, everything is harder on a sloop. Like I, you know, I can admit to that. I've, like I said, I'm 90% of the time I play, I'm on a sloop with one other person or solo. And yeah, it's definitely the hardest, yeah. you know, but I mean, that's how it was for me in, in alpha and beta and, and everything. Like I was always solo sloop. Um, so everything was, yeah. has always been the hardest. Um, so I don't know. I'm back to the same thing of, uh, if I can do it on a controller, like anybody can do it, you know, like that's just, yeah. That's just Within that. reason. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <sighs> well, I think that's going to do it. Was there anything else that you wanted to touch on, uh, before we head out? I don't think so. Uh, anything right. else you wanted to, to question me on or ask me on? Um, we talked a lot about the things that I was hoping to hit on, um, just the story, your experiences playing on controller, uh, some of our, our thoughts as far as like the emotes and stuff, um, everything that I wanted to, to touch base, obviously, you know, this isn't, it's not like this is ever going to be the last time you ever come on the show. So if there's ever something that, that would, I'd love to have you come back on for more than welcome to have you come back. It was a blast to get a chance to, to kind of retell some of these tales with you and stuff. So if, um, 
if people want to get a chance to ask you questions like this or just to hang out with you and, and sale or, or, you know, however you want to, to go about it, what's a good place for people to go to, to, to get your content, to get in touch with you? Uh, I mean my Twitter, um, so twitter.com slash jpizzle one three three. And I mean, it's the same name on everything, Twitter or Twitch or Instagram, or I don't know. Is there anything else I'm on? Uh, YouTube. How about, I, I don't, how about TikTok? I no TikTok because it's going to be illegal. So like, <laughs> why even start? Um, plus, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a TikToker. Um, but yeah, you guys. I mean, anybody can find me there. Uh, you know, I'm I'm around everybody's channels. You, you'll see me around Twitch. So, uh, especially True. like if you're a controller player and you want some help, like hit me up. Like I'm always down to help. But yeah, I, I want to leave you with with a few things here, Logan. Uh, if you're a controller okay. player. Know that you can be good. I mean, that's that's first and foremost. Learn learn some of the things I talked about earlier. Uh, everyone should learn how to animation cancel. Uh, as far as like digging, bucketing, reloading your gun, you, those can all be done faster with uh, you know animation canceling that is available. You know, done in all video games. Um, and you know, don't worry about losing. Don't worry about losing. Like everyone loses. I lose all the time. It's just, it's just loot. Have fun. Have fun. Play the game. Have an adventure. It's true. That's, that's, so that's the thing that I got through my mind. When I got that through my mind, I became instantly better. When I stopped worrying about losing, I sell with a lot of people that, that aren't as experienced as I am when it comes to PVP. And <laughs> let's be honest, I get everyone that I sell with in situations of, well, now we have to kill everyone. Um, and most people, <laughs> most people don't, they, you know, they can have a, a tough time. So breathe. Don't worry about losing. Everyone loses. Just have an adventure. It's really good advice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this. Thank and you, Logan. Uh, I will make sure to have all of your, your social stuff in the show notes as always with my friends. And, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. Pirates again, I'm, I'm going to hop in. After the interview, uh, you'll hear me in just a second as I close out the show. Otherwise, thanks, man. Thank you, Logan. Have a great night, buddy. All right, Pirates. That's it for this episode of Keelhauled. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a really good conversation with Jay Pizzle. He's a good buddy of mine. And please, please get some time to go spend uh, over on his streams when he is streaming. Also, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to let me know. There are plenty of ways you can do that. You can head over to Twitter and hit me up at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. You can also write me an email at C-A-P-T L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. And you can also join the Discord too. Uh, there's plenty of channels in there for getting pirates to join up together, talk about other games, consoles, whatever you guys think you want to talk about. There's probably a way to talk about it in the Discord. And the people in there are awesome. I can testify as most of them I have sailed with. And I'm going to be uh, having more um, news coming forward in the future soon, hopefully. But uh, I still have merchandise available if you guys want to do that. There's some changes going on with the advertising uh, that we have for Gamefly. 
And uh, because of that, I'm holding off on doing a promotion with them for right now, just until we kind of understand what the changes going are. Uh, I know I just talked about them last week, but I want to make sure that I understand everything that's going into the information uh, that we're getting from them as far as like the promotions and how that's changing, because there is a bit of a change with that. So I'll let you guys know when I know more about that. And uh, I think that's about it. Going into next week, we'll see what Rare has in store as we get closer and closer to the next update and seeing if it's a quality of life or an actual uh, content drop. And Pirates, with that, thank you, I love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. at robotsradio.net.